This is Creepy and Geeky, a part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Welcome to Creepy and Geeky. I'm your host, Robert, and today's episode is part five in my Saw series, and it's also my second anniversary episode. Joining me for this episode is my daughter, Katrina, and we'll be talking about Spiral and the recently released Saw X. Welcome to the show, Katrina. Or welcome hey, back hey, to the hey. show. <laughs> it's me. Okay. That was uh, quite the intro. Uh Anyway, but yeah, so uh, this is our <laughs> what I don't I don't know I don't know what that uh, is. I don't uh, know either. Just... Yep. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yes, this is my second anniversary episode. Uh, not that we're gonna do anything super special for it or anything. We're mostly just gonna be talking about uh, Spiral and Saw X, um, just like we did last year uh, with the first anniversary anniversary episode where we talked about. Um, um, the David Gordon Green Halloween movies. So I, you know, obviously Katrina comes back quite often, but it's always nice to have her back on the the anniversary episodes as well. Because, you know, when it all comes down to it, I had always wanted to do a podcast and I actually tried to start one with uh, my son Harrison a while ago. And uh, it didn't really go anywhere. Uh, but when I was thinking about doing a horror specific podcast this time, that you know, as listeners should already know um, that I talked to Katrina about it and was like, Hey, let's do something together. You know, she was, she was getting more interested in horror at the time. And so we talked about, uh, you know, where I would introduce her to some horror movies and then she would uh, watch them and we talk about them. So that was kind of the, um, the whole idea behind doing the podcast in the beginning. And then Harrison came onto it um, just before we launched and so we decided to kind of do all three of us together. And then that was a little ambitious because both of them have school and work and everything else going on in, in their lives. So uh, they've had to um, you know, not do uh, as many episodes as uh, they may or may not want to do. But uh, yeah, so but, you know, I've been going at it strong for two years. I've been getting stronger, uh, in fact, because now I'm doing two episodes a week. Instead of just the one. And in the beginning, we weren't even on a weekly schedule, as as longtime listeners will know. Uh, in the very beginning, it was just kind of like hit or miss um, uh, when when uh, they would come out. But I quickly uh, went to a weekly schedule, uh, thankfully, uh, due to uh, a bunch of awesome guests who have come on and uh, helped me make this uh, a, a more fun show in a lot of ways. Um, so it's always nice, though, to get Katrina back on the show. Uh, when when she can make it, which is always good, which is not often, but <laughs> <laughs> I know I have to harangue her, especially when uh, when there's a lot going on. Uh, but uh, I try to uh, try to only give her uh, the uh, episodes that she really wants. That And that's that's what it is. She chooses the episodes she wants to do. And then uh, we just sit down and do them. Once we can fit them into her schedule, that is so. But yeah, no, here we are two years later, still going strong. I still got a whole bunch more. Uh, I've got 
a whole other year planned out at least. So we aren't stopping anytime soon. Katrina will be back quite a bit, actually. Uh, she's coming back next week as well. Um, and uh, she's coming back twice next week. So I hope you like Katrina because uh, she's going to be around a lot. Yep. So. Hope you like me. Hope you're not tired <laughs> of me just yet. No, no. Everybody likes when you're on. They actually do. They actually like when you or Harrison are both on. So Aww. thanks, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool. All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and get into uh, talking about this stuff. We're doing, uh, we're doing, you are capping off uh, the end of my Saw series, which is great because uh, for. Even the best uh, for last, obviously. <laughs> I'm sure some people <laughs> would debate that very immensely. Uh, a lot of people don't like Spiral. So uh, we're going to get into this. But this oh, one's. I was talking uh, about myself. One... Oh, okay. Um, so this, <laughs> this is, <laughs> this is. Um, the reason why you're here for these ones is one, you chose these and two, because these mm -hmm. are the two that we've actually seen in the theaters. Um, and we saw spiral. It was maybe what a month after you started working at the theater that you work at. So yeah, probably not even a month. Maybe not. Yeah. So, so she started working at a the theater and just a little bit after that spiral came out and then we were like, okay, let's go see that. And so we did that because Katrina, you know, when, you know what, I'm going to let you tell the story of how you came to the uh, Saw franchise and horror in general. Well, okay. So I was in middle school and I was like, I had been afraid of horror movies growing up. Yeah. I was going to say, wait, we need backstory. So, <laughs> so I, I had been afraid of horror movies so bad growing up. I loved Halloween. Right. I loved all things spooky. I loved ghosts. But because I believe in ghosts, I watched a scene from the Paranormal Activity movie, uh, and it was like the second one, and it was when all the cabinets just throw themselves open, and I was scarred. And so ever since then, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't know, seven or eight when that happened. I hadn't seen anything since then. So then when I was like 12, 13, 14, I was like, okay, I think it's time enough. I can start looking at some horror movies and I wanted to watch things that weren't like scary, scary. So, so she chose I, the Saw franchise <laughs> to dive into first. And VHS. I watched one of the VHS movies. So, and then I watched Saw and I don't know if I saw the other movies because I was just watching what was available on Netflix at the time. I think so, you told me at the time you'd watched whatever was available and it was multiple of the Saw movies. Okay, um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember ever watching the second one, but I may have like watched like another one that was available. Right. I don't know. But so that's my introduction to the Saw franchise was in middle school when I was like, okay, let's uh, let's kind of dip my toes into horror but it's because the reason why saw didn't affect me nearly as much as paranormal activity did i've rewatched the paranormal activity movies recently and they still <laughs> scare the shit out of me like i i legitimately cannot watch those movies right before bed because i will have nightmares so i that's too funny i i was able to watch saw and vhs before bed and not have nightmares and it's because they don't have those like real life like ghostly aspects 
that the other movies did. Right. Um, and right. so they were easier for me to digest and be able to kind of be like, oh, this could never happen. Whereas paranormal <laughs> activity, I believe could happen. Like I, I genuinely <laughs> believe that like houses are haunted and have like evil spirits, like trying to kill you, you and shit. Like I believe that. So <laughs> as much as it may not be true, like overall, like who knows what the truth is, but yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. I still like <laughs> like those kind of well, I like psychological thrillers now more. Like right. Midsummer, Last Night in Soho, Get Out, like those kind of like make you think ones. Right. Um, so but I yeah. also like the saw and uh other gory kind of <laughs> things and i also like slashers so i've always liked scream so that's right, been one of right. those horror movies that i've always liked despite like yeah. everything so. no we are definitely a scream family here so yes yes scream scream is so. a family and i've affair. definitely i've definitely told some of this backstory before on like other i episodes. think you have yeah so, but it's yeah but i wanted to, to be retold yeah. specifically for this episode so yeah <laughs> yeah and you'll have to retell some of it. We'll have to. Well, we will have to tell some of it in our next episode as well. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so that'll be fun. But uh, yeah, no. Um, so all that being said, you know, we, uh, you know, we wanted to not only revisit Spiral uh, together, but we also wanted to. Um, we got a chance to go see Saw X now that it's out in theaters. And uh, we went and saw that together and uh, figured that would be a great time to. Uh, you know, it would be the best way to end this series is with Katrina being on the show. Um, since uh, these two, we've actually these are the only two I've ever seen in the theater. I know these are the only two you've seen in the theater, so mm -hmm. uh, I figured this would be uh, really good, especially being that uh, when this episode uh, airs, it'll be about a month after uh, the movie came out. So, uh, mm -hmm. just be aware, everybody, that you've had plenty of time now uh, to go watch it. And uh, if you haven't, uh, we are going to be doing lots of spoilers. And so uh, if you haven't, once we hit the Saw X portion of, of the episode, uh, if you haven't and don't want to be spoiled, uh, tune out then and come back to it after you watch it. So. All right. So definitely we're going to jump right in. Watch. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it's the, it's one of the most uh, acclaimed of the series so far. It's like actually critically acclaimed. Um mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's 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 getting a lot of buzz. A lot of people are liking it. Lots of the hardcore saw people are really enjoying it. Some some are saying it's just middle grounds for them. Um, and I understand that. But uh, a lot of people are really enjoying it and saying it's top tier. So um, and and I and I'm one of those. So I'm one of those that puts it up in the top. But of course, I'm not a huge saw person. So your mileage may vary. So but that being said, we're going to go ahead and jump into uh, spiral, which is uh Again, it's another one of those. This one's called Spiral from the Book of Saw. Um, and this one's kind of a I what their attempt was was to create a saw movie without all the baggage that everything else did. They were getting away from John Kramer um and having him be in the movie or being directly tied to it. Um, that that this was mostly inspired by. Um, mm -hmm. the actions of John Kramer. Um, and this one follows um, 
a cop played by uh, Chris Rock, who was a producer on the movie as well. Um, and he he was really the impetus for getting this one made specifically because he was like, oh, I have an idea for this movie and I really like to get it made. And he helped get it made, um, brought in uh, um, and that helped bring in uh, Samuel L. Jackson, which uh, if anybody doesn't know by now is one of my favorite actors. And mm-hmm. so it was great seeing him in uh, a, a fun horror movie. And and I really do. I like Spiral. I think that it's yes, it's different, but I think that was kind of kind of what it needs at times. I think that you need to kind of shock the system a little bit and kind of like, I don't know, get out of your comfort zone. Um, and I and I'm one of those that fully believes that, you know, the 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 villain in this one um has just as much motivation as as John Kramer does and any of his uh minions did. So like for me this was enjoyable. I, it was nice to get out of the, uh, out of the, especially after w- rewatching all these, I rewatched them pretty close back to back. And then like, as you're going through most of them up until seven, they're also tightly contained. And the timeline is all, you know, um, doubling back on each other, kind of telling you the backstory and, and all that, that this one just being of itself and just being like a copycat was was really fun and interesting to me. Um, mm-hmm. So um, what what did you think of it, Katrina? I liked it. I think that the twist in it is really good because like rewatching it, I didn't remember what the twist was and I was still like shocked. I was like, oh, oh my God. Um, and then the the scenes or the traps are horrific. Like they are just absolutely horrible traps which make this movie really fun to watch because it's like like it makes you feel like oh my god oh no like like i think that spiral is like one of the like i haven't seen a lot of the saw movies i've seen like the first three and then these last two um but i should watch more of them of of the traps that i have seen I think Spiral has some of the most like intense ones. Um, I know that, and some people would disagree with that. Yeah, I know that other Saw movies have more intense ones. Like Saw Saw Number Two has some really intense ones, Um, but I think that Spiral does well at keeping the intensity, um, even though the person doing it is a copycat, and it's not to like John Kramer standard, you know. Right, but it's still in that same vein um right and well and and john kramer's as you go through the franchise john kramer's traps always had an out if the person did what he wanted them to they could get out of it Mm -hmm. and whereas these these always seem designed like that the the person wasn't going to be able to get out of it um without Mm -hmm. dying um, these seemed really destined like each one of these was Especially more in the line. last one yeah they're they're just more in line with kind of what like what Hoffman did in the in the, in some of those episodes and you have and um, you haven't really if you haven't seen uh, anything from four through seven you don't really know who mm-hmm. Hoffman is so um, but it's uh yeah no I think that the traps are interesting and fun they're very torturous um, I think they're very at times like the tongue one in the beginning is just like ah um 
And the finger one, of course, is the one that you've always talked yeah. about. <laughs> so it's the one that lives in is burned in my memory because of how <laughs> like, oh my God, it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like the traps. I, I I think that they're they're done well. Um, and yeah, they're a copycat. I mean, obviously they're going to not have the the flair of something mm-hmm. that John Kramer designed. And, and everything they're going to be more uh, rudimentary um but i do like the simplicity of them in a lot of ways too so mm-hmm. um yeah it just but I, I i like the i like it all you know i like that the the motivation this time is is different um he, the killer is targeting cops um you know it's it's very much a you know treating the bad cops um uh getting getting back at them um while messing with um uh chris rock's characters um, and putting and so, this movie into context of the time yeah. that it was released it was released about a year after um the black lives matter protests were going yeah, on in ferguson so and all that yeah where all of the a cab like sentiment which is incredibly justified this movie uh did a really good job at really highlighting the bad parts about our law enforcement system in the united states with how often cops get protected and when somebody does actually quote-unquote tattle um they end up getting shunned by the rest of the department because they did the right thing because law enforcement is supposed to have this buddy system this like if I do a bad thing, nobody says anything because we don't want to keep our jobs. That's not the way that jobs are supposed to work. So it it, it kind of, I think. Well, it was very putting, timely for the the, yeah. the time that it came out yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, so. And so it, you know, it would definitely was hitting that vibe, um, mm-hmm. you know, that was in the air with all that. So I think that in that way, it's, it's, it also is good because it's, it's, you know, it's it's for that time period. And yeah, so it did a good job back at, with the cultural yeah. elements of the time and not yeah. like like because because it deals with cops, I think because it got released during that time, it did a good job at um doing what it needed to do. Right. Um, to you know have a story surrounding cops. Right. Right. And I think that I think that eventually I think people are going to start looking back on this and, you know, it's still too close. And I think some people are just going to never enjoy it. You know, some of the hardcore fans, they're just never going to enjoy it. But I think some people will come back around on it and look at it and go, okay, you know what? This this isn't nearly as bad. Yes, it's not exactly what we wanted, but this is, you know, it's not nearly as bad as what it what it could have been or um whatever Mm -hmm. um especially because it's interesting though that this this movie um jigsaw the movie jigsaw and saw x are all written by the same guys um the same two guys wrote all three of those movies and all three of them are so interestingly different from each other whereas jigsaw kind of um came out and made some changes and it brightened up the palette, the color palette of everything. Cause everything in the first seven is kind of just like this gray green um, mm-hmm. tone all the time. And um, Jigsaw made it nice and bright and everything. And this one, this one's not as bright, but it's also not 
just gray and green all the time. Um, and then Saw X goes back into it and goes back into the the same world that was between one and two and you know gives you all that familiar cozy feelings with you know um jigsaw and amanda and everything mm-hmm. and so so it's it's interesting to, that they that they keep going back to these guys that the producers keep going back to these guys and they're like okay let's let's do a different story because i think ultimately i think that what they do with each one of these is they're just trying to find something new and interesting to say um and I think they do that with the with Spiral. Yeah. I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it's a fun movie. It's definitely higher up there for me um, than you know some of the earlier sequels. Although I do like a lot of the earlier sequels as well. Um, I don't find I honestly don't find any of the Saw movies to be bad personally. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're all fairly good and interesting, and it's a fun series um, once you really watch the whole thing. So yeah, but uh, I I like the Saw series. Um, of of the series that I have seen, which you need to watch, are the not rest that of them. many. Um, uh, <laughs> well, technically, if you watched one five. through three and the latest two, then you've watched half. So mm. you just need to watch uh, uh, four through eight. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's a you know, and and I like the performances in this one too. Chris Rock, I know he's playing Chris Rock. You know, he's getting his jokes in here and there and everything like that. But I think he's he's he he can play kind of serious as well. Um, and I think he does here and there. You know, it, it's obviously joking things up a little bit, making it a little bit more fun in a way. Um, but I think when he needs to be serious, he's serious and he does that well as well. Um, yeah, I, I wish think there the had comedy been more... fits within the saw yeah. kind of like comedy i don't think it's kind of out of place for this movie for him yeah to i didn't find it the jokes that he does uh, he, yeah. he does so yeah yeah and uh i i the only thing i wish is that we got more sam jackson in this movie yeah because <laughs> he's barely in it and it was just like oh this would be so much better with more of him in it um but uh yeah no like everybody's really good in this um anthony Minghella. um he's uh he he plays uh Chris Rock's new partner. Um, mm-hmm. And as we find out in the end, uh, spoilers, uh, he's the bad guy. He's the one doing all the the, the killing um, because years ago uh, when he was a little kid that uh, his dad was killed by uh, one of the other cops. Uh, and uh, that's what he's doing is just now he's oh not Anthony Minghella. Sorry, Max Minghella. Um but he is, uh, you know, taking out all these bad cops. And so, you know, for all the bad they did, not just to his, you know, to him and his family and everything like that, but uh, to every, to everybody else. Um, yeah. Because there's just a lot of bad cops. And then on top of everything else, uh, they did it all while under Sam Jackson's character, who is Chris Rock's character's father in this. And so... Uh, when he was like the former captain and so they were covering things up and so yeah it's uh you know it's i i agree with you i think the twist is fun i think it, you know finding out that he was the he was the bad guy all along is interesting you know because mm-hmm. he's like somebody who's just like up close and personal to everything the whole time so that he can kind of manipulate things and you know and and make things all um twisted from the beginning yeah yeah um i like the uh 
kind of all the bad guys have to go on a monologue. Um, yeah, yeah. Do. And the one that he goes on is. it. I like the way that. I don't know. I like the way that they did it in Spiral because he was younger um, right. when all the stuff happened. He didn't really like experience a lot of it firsthand, but he was able to find out about a lot of it as an adult. And he even said that it was tough to be able to get to the same precinct and like the same thing to be his partner. Yeah. All that. And he was very manipulative and was able to use the system in his favor and get close to Zeke. So yeah. Like, I think he's a very interesting villain. And especially because I feel like some, like, of it's justified. Like, of course, you'd like killing is like almost never justified. But, yeah. Like, but especially in the way that, like, they do it in Saul, which is like really intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that it's a very interesting story. That was told in Spiral. So, yeah, no, I think um, I think they they do a really good job with um, you know, twisting it all together and and making it all fit, yeah, really well. Um, you know, which is a hallmark of the Saw franchise. You know, you get to the end, you get the whole reveal and all the all the little tidbits of of things that we didn't see that were you know. The, yeah, it doesn't feel like there were any holes left at the end of the movie either. No. But like everything was kind of tied nightly in a little neat bow. So right. there wasn't any like longing questions after the fact right. because most of it was answered in the monologue. So. Right. And the interesting thing with this character too is that like with the reveal of this character, it feels like his story's done. Like he gets away and you know, he's he's going to get away with this with what happened and everything and his his game is over he's done he mm-hmm. got all the revenge he needed to get and now he's done so you know it, it, this feels like totally like a one and done so it doesn't feel like we need to uh, go more into um his story at all yeah and he's not going to come um, back for zeke because the whole point about being with zeke is because he was going to take away his father like he took away his right. father so that's the whole yeah. point so there's no yeah, exactly. there's no need to come back which I'm. I can see that being an argument for another spiral movie, but it's done. So. Yeah, I, I, I think that what they did with this one was was good enough, and that you know, especially because this wasn't the this one wasn't as super well received. I think it did well, um, you know, monetarily well enough anyway to greenlight Saw X, um, but they. I just I don't know, especially because a lot of the fandom doesn't really care for it. And I think that, you know, if if they if they stay away from doing another one of these with these characters and everything like that, I think they'll be perfectly fine. Um, yeah. Whereas I think it'd be interesting to pursue some of the stuff um, that comes um, earlier than that, maybe with Logan's story. Um, you don't know Logan. He's from Jig- Jigsaw. Um, and some of the other characters um, from the earlier movies. Um, so it'd be it'd be interesting to see some of that completion uh, of those ones. But I think you could make the argument that Logan's story is pretty much done as well. Um, so you could just 
so that may be why they didn't pursue those as much um when they went back into going okay well with solid x we're gonna we're gonna do something different we're gonna fill in a hole here that didn't really exist but we're gonna fill in a hole that could could have existed and we'll we'll make an interesting movie out of that so um i honestly don't have a whole ton to say about spiral um other than just that i enjoyed it i think that it gets a lot of um negativity that i you know i can understand sure but that i don't think is necessarily um um like i it's warranted fine but i just like think that it's better than a lot of other like a lot of people say it is yeah but you know i'm also not a huge saw person so Mm -hmm. i will leave that to the saw people to you know (laughs) to uh to to dissect themselves so but um uh, but that being said, uh, did you have anything else you wanted to say um, that we didn't talk about uh, with Spiral? I'm all good. All right. Um, so we'll go ahead and move into Saw X, uh, which, uh, like we said, just came out uh, a couple of weeks ago as of this uh, as of this area. So, yeah. So now we're going to get to talking about X, uh, Saw X. So if anybody is listening who doesn't want to uh, who hasn't watched the movie yet, um and doesn't want to be spoiled by anything. Uh, here's your chance to uh, cut out now and come back uh, once you have uh, watched the movie, because we are going to spoil it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, so this movie is uh, Saw X. It is set between the events of the first Saw movie and the second Saw movie. So. You don't want to watch this like so I know there's people who were always like, oh, well, like say the Star Wars movies, people are always like, oh, well, you could watch one, two, three, four, five, six. You can watch them in order. And I'm like, no, you can't. Star Wars movies are best watched if you watch the originals, then watch the prequels. When something is called a prequel, you watch it after the original stuff because it's a prequel to that. It it fills in holes and gives you some story that um, you would possibly have spoiled otherwise. And that's I'm worried the, that's... about people coming to watch the Hunger Games movie having not read or watched any of the <laughs> other Hunger Games movies because they're not going to understand what is going on. Mm, probably not. But that's that's the same thing. With Saw X, you have to have watched at least one and two before watching. And, and I would suggest watching even more than one and two, watching several of them because um, otherwise another character gets spoiled for you uh, if you try to watch uh, Saw X between one and two. So, yeah. Uh, so if you don't if you don't want want to watch this one yet and you haven't. Um, um, and you're going to watch them in whatever order, watch them in release order. That's the best way to watch them. Uh, you can if you don't want to watch Jigsaw and uh, Spiral, that's fine. Watch Saw X after um, Saw the final chapter. That's that's the best order uh, to watch everything in. So anyway, <clears throat> that being said, like I said, this one's set between one and two, um, and this one's this one's more about John's um, John Kramer's uh, journey with um, you know because we find out that he's got this uh, brain tumor uh, during the course of the original uh, uh, franchise, and um, that's you know what's uh, motivating him to. Uh, make these traps and start holding people accountable. And in this one, he goes to, um, he finds out about this uh, special procedure that he can uh, possibly do that um, 
will hopefully get rid of his cancer. He meets a he meets a guy in a in a group therapy session, um, and then sees that guy um, sometime later, and sees and 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 talks to the guy, and the guy tells him about this radical procedure that involves with a special cocktail of drugs and um, and surgery, and shows this big huge scar across his midsection. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then John's like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll take anything, you know? And so he goes, finds out about it, calls them, gets set up for it. Um, and, um, you know, and anybody who's seen the trailer knows what's, what's going to happen. Um, he um, gets fooled. They're not, they don't actually get rid of his cancer. Um, it's all a scam just to steal his money. And, um, and they do it to a lot of people. And so, um, so John rightfully gets pissed off and he's going to take his vengeance out on these people. And that's what the bulk, uh, that's what most of this movie is about. It's, it's about him taking his vengeance out on the people who, um, screwed him over and, um, you know, and, and have screwed other people over. It's more about just taking, taking these people out of, um, so they can't do it to anybody else anymore. Yeah. Um, so he captures them all, puts them all in this um ba- this this warehouse where they faked his uh surgery and everything. So it's all in the same location. And uh it's all down in Mexico. And uh he it this also not only brings back Tobin Bell for the first time in a while, it also brings back uh Shawnee Smith, who plays Amanda. Um so which is why you have to watch these afterward because you don't re- you don't find out that Amanda's working with uh, a jigsaw with John Kramer until um, uh, during the events of the, uh, the second movie. So yeah. this would, this would spoil that pretty heavily. Um, But of course, if you're listening to this, you've probably already watched all the salt movies. <laughs> so, yeah. So, but this, I, I, I really enjoyed this one. It was really nice to kind of get more time with uh, both Tobin Bell and with Shawnee Smith Um in with their characters and getting to explore those characters a little bit more because the unfortunate thing is both of their characters are killed off in number three. Mm -hmm. And so when, when you get to see them later on in the series, they do go into a little bit more depth with both of them. Um, But it's always in backstory and always in terms of, you know, how, how it's motivating the current situation and stuff like that. So this was nice to kind of go back and kind of make a more linear storyline, a story you know, be here with um with just one story where you're not jumping around and filling things in because they have to try to fill in some of the uh, backstory. And so I I really enjoyed that. And it gave you it gave you a lot of more you could feel more for um uh both John and Amanda um g- gave their characters a lot more depth uh than they yeah. before um which I really enjoyed. So uh, but what? How did you think of it? What did you think of the movie? So I like I've only seen the like first three and then Spiral um, before right. this. So I've only seen John Kramer and Amanda. Um, I haven't seen any of the other like various right. characters that are introduced in the Saw series. So they're the ones that I know the most. And so being right. able to like see kind of like their thought process, and also be able to see that they do still have some semblance of empathy um (laughs) and like right especially with the kid like they don't do anything to anybody who is innocent which i think is 
interesting um, because you you know that already watching the Saw series, but you right. can argue that some of the people who are in the traps in the Saw series don't deserve what they're getting. But most do. There's a couple in the franchise that are definitely they don't deserve it, but most of them, at yeah. least in some part, do. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But it's just like I I really like John Kramer as a villain. I think he's a very interesting character, um, especially because he is kind of like, even though he is a murderer and a serial killer and this terrible person, he still has that like very small, like speck of humanity in him that you can relate to. And it's, it's really hard when you relate to a villain because you're like, oh my God, like what? And I think the Saw series does a good thing with being like some like terrible people can still be relatable. Right. And yeah. that's not like, I don't, I don't know. Well, you cannot, you could like, <laughs> no, because you can understand John's motivations. You can understand yeah. that he is like rightfully pissed at what happened to him um, and that he wants revenge. We would all want that. Like if we were all in that situation, we would all want to do that, do Mm -hmm. something to get back at these people. Um, And if anyone can do it, it's John Kramer. Yeah. But most people, (laughs) you know, most people don't have that, um, that thought process of, well, I'm just going to, you know, take them, you know, um, take them and put them in these, you know, crazy traps and stuff. And so, um, so yeah, so it's it's just um, so I mean, and that's what's made. I think that's why a lot of people uh, like the Saw franchise is that for the most part, you can you can understand, you can empathize with John um, and kind of understand his motivations, even if his his methods aren't yeah. uh, agreeable. Um, we all agree that you know because he tries to say, oh well, I'm not a murderer. I haven't killed anybody. Everybody has a chance yeah. to get out of their traps. But it's like, no, you put them in a situation where they either have to maim themselves or or die. Yeah. Um, and most people are, and especially on a timer, where that makes that um more difficult. So, but yeah, I think that's uh, the what's interesting about this one too is that we get more of Amanda's story, and we see like you know she relates to one of these other to this victim in this one um, because this other victim's a drug drug addict like she was. And mm-hmm. so she wants to be able to give her more of a chance than any of the others because she was there. She was in that like position before. And she is just like, I, I, I don't feel comfortable killing her because it's not, it's not, she knows from a drug addict's uh, perspective that sometimes you're going to do something awful that you don't want to do, but you have no choice to do because yeah. of the addiction. So you have to do everything you can just to get a fix and then yeah. it's over. And exactly. that's what the girl goes through is that at the end of it, she gets what she wants and then she keeps coming back for more stuff from the guy who works at the kennel. So, right. Exactly. So or yeah, so it's hospital. just I don't know if it's a kennel or a vet hospital. I think it's a vet, yeah, veterinary hospital. Um, but yeah, it's 
So, I mean, that's what's that's what I think is 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 interesting about this one. And I think that's what a lot of people are coming out of this one and enjoying it more because of that, because they are um, uh, being able to get these deeper um, character moments with the um, with these characters um, and especially, you know, just getting to live with them a lot more, especially yeah. John, you know, and, and getting a lot more than we've ever gotten with him. Um, Cause we've just gotten bits and pieces along the way. And yeah. this one, we just really got to live with him, um, which is unusual. You don't usually get to to live that long and get to empathize with the, with, with the, with the main villain of the, the series. Yeah. <laughs> so, but and I think like- that's what makes this a more interesting um, series in a lot of ways because they do go they they have tried to humanize him and yeah um, make him out to be a sympathetic villain yeah i think they do something good in this movie too where it's like they have him compared to the woman and the other guy um mm-hmm. and those two are just horrible people they don't yeah, have any inch of humanity left in them and it's interesting to see John Kramer looking like the hero in this movie yeah, yeah. because of how horrible those people are. So yeah. I think that's another interesting part of this movie is that John Kramer kind of gets to be this kind of heroine, even though he's still playing the villain. But you yeah. have like it's weird that you're kind of rooting for John Kramer in this movie. Like yeah. Yeah. it's like I, I don't know. It's just a very interesting uh uh it's a, it's a difference for Saw movies to yeah. be rooting for John Kramer. So it's like, it's it's definitely, I, I definitely think they did a really good job with this movie. Um, well, with doing when that. you look, when you look at a lot of the Saw movies, when you go through the franchise and everything, usually the people he chooses are pretty bad people. Yeah. Um, and you can understand why he's chosen these people. And like, you know, they're, they're pretty despicable, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's not, it's not necessarily that you ever root for these people because I don't think any of yeah, us no. all the movies actually root no. for any of these people. You're just kind of like, oh yeah, you're just bad. You know, we I don't care. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just, you know, and in this one, especially, they really make this doctor out to be just absolutely horrible. She's she's yeah. far worse than John is, um, because she's willing to kill the kid. You know, and she and does so, it for money. He just does it for his own, like. Well, he does it for a sense of justice. Mm-hmm. You know, he's trying to mete out uh, this this measure of justice in the world that um, that normally doesn't come. Like, you know, it's it's he, he's trying to give out the karma that um, usually doesn't come to everybody. Yeah, and um, especially to the worst people. You know, arguably, you know, John gets his measure of karma because he dies. You know, and so. You know, he he doesn't get to see like you know, the end results of a lot of his work either. Um and so this is it's it this is what makes this series very interesting and, and why you know it, it was really fun kind of going through the franchise again for me. Um and especially you know hitting a couple of the ones that I hadn't seen uh, very much um and and, and getting to now uh, getting to saw X and just really um, enjoying 
where this this one specifically went as well. And this one's got some gnarly ass um, traps and 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 deaths and stuff like that. Jesus it's just <laughs> like it's, they're really bad. Yeah, it is tough watching this movie sometimes with the stuff that goes on and. One thing to say about the traps in this movie, one of the traps isn't even a trap. It is a imagination sequence that John Kramer goes through while he's yeah, in the hospital. Yeah, and yeah the it's iconic like, eye vacuum from yeah, the poster. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, that's not even like an actual trap that he does, but it's something that he thinks about. And so that's also like a very interesting thing to see John Kramer's mind is that even if he's not doing this stuff, like even if he's not actively like making the traps or whatever, he's already thinking about the traps as he's seen people do bad stuff. And, but the guy ends up like the guy who ends up getting the eye vacuum or whatever in his imagination was right. uh, pickpocketing somebody who was in a coma or like sleeping yeah. or it was he on was the trying to support. steal from his. Yeah. And, and he was going to steal his watch and like do all that stuff. And he ends up seeing John Kramer in the hallway and then he puts, puts this back. stuff back. Yeah. John Kramer says, uh, he choice. says, yeah, good choice. And then he moves on and he doesn't do anything to him. And so I think that's a I think that that's a very small moment in the movie. But again, I think it's a really interesting insight into who John Kramer is as a person. Right. I I I love this movie. Honestly, I think that this is like one of my favorite movies this year. Um because of all of the kind of like like now that I'm like looking back at it and like really talking about it I'm like wow this movie was actually really well made <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> like after it ended I was like wow that was a good movie but like actually going into all of the aspects of the movie have really like yeah made me realize like this is a very well done movie and props to the the people who made it and to the actors for doing a good job because I really hate that white bitch like I really do the like doctor. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, she's she's horrible. She's de- yeah. absolutely one of the worst people. And 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 just and and I love I just so love the moment at the end. Um and and again, spoiler alert, but the end and we're skipping all the way up. But the end when the doctor and her boyfriend who were uh who also was like faking being a patient mm-hmm. there. Um and they they supposedly think that he he's there to help them or whatever. Um, they when they think they've got the upper hand, the doctor and the boyfriend think they've got the upper hand, and it's just such a great moment because you know they don't, you really know they don't, and everything just collapses on them at the end. It's just so satisfying as everything just you know falls apart for them and it's just so fun um yeah i, I think is, that's what it is that, a very that's what, like good like euphoric moment of just yeah. being like yes justice like this this is definitely one of the best of the saw franchise i've got it as my number three currently on my list of, of saw movies right after one and two um and because i think one and two are just really strong um, but I think Saw X is right up there. It's really strong also. And it, it's, it's currently my number five of um, my favorite, uh, my best horror of 2023 so far. So real quick. Um, yeah. So at uh, Six Flags Over Georgia Fright Fest, there is a Saw 10 section 
um, and or at least like a saw section. And right. there's a crew member at my work who is a scare actor for Six Flags Over Georgia Fright Fest. Okay. And he is the one that is trapped in the needle pit. And all he does all day at work is just scream help as people pass by. And Jeez. I think that is really funny. Um, that's funny. I just had to share that because I think that's like <laughs> a really cool like job is just to be like in a trap and like that. Like that's just awesome. yelling help all the time. Yeah. 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 I that's think that's funny. just awesome. Uh, I just had to hope he doesn't. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, that's funny. <laughs> that's that's cool. No, I just I think this one, this one, this movie is so good because, like I said, you you get more with John and Amanda. You get so much more time with them and more depth with them, especially with John. Um, and um, you get some fun, interesting traps. Um, and this one combines. This one kind of combines what I like sometimes so i i'm a fan of what they do in number two and what they do in number five where they are group traps um uh where it's a group of people that should work together and if they did they would get out of it a lot easier than um they would like if they don't and but inevitably every time they get whittled down to one or two or whatever like that and um they they would have done so much better if they hadn't done it that way um and this just always reminds me of the escape room movies in that way because the oh my escape god room i was movies... literally just thinking about that well escape literally, room the, was... the escape room movies are move or <laughs> saw movies uh saw light movies they're not as they're not as torturous i'm i'm um, like genuinely shocked that you just said that because i was literally thinking about the first <laughs> escape room movie when you were saying that i'm like yeah. really freaked out right now <laughs> Well, I, I have a tendency to compare these two franchises um, just because I think they're they 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 complement each other well in yeah. in, in some ways. Um, I do think that the escape room movies are are kind of like uh, saw light um, mm -hmm. in, in some ways, but I think they're a lot of fun. Um, but this one, this one, this new one kind of combines that it's a group of people. They really they don't have a chance to work. They they like they don't get to work together to try and get out of us of the situation like the other ones do. But um, they do their stuff is kind of combined. They're all in the same room and they all have to try to like convince each other to do the things they need to do uh, mm -hmm. to to get out of it. Um, they waste like and, a whole minute of like the three minutes they get just deciding on what they're going to do. Yeah. And then the last they spend an actual minute doing what they need to do. And then the last minute is just them going, oh, I'm going to die. Oh. So, yeah. so, so they spend the first minute going, oh, I'm going to die. I don't want to do this. Then they do it for a minute and then they go, oh, I'm in so much pain. I'm just going to die. It's like, yeah. shut the fuck up and live. Like, I swear to God, these people are so stupid. Like. Well, but You're that's like the girl, the drug addict girl. She does. She gets through her her thing. She barely gets through it, but she gets through it. And you I was know, so and, pissed. Yeah, I was really mad at that one because you know she she gets through it. She gets through it. And John is like, okay, Amanda, go take her, go go take her to you know get help. You know, go yeah. go get her um taken to the hospital or whatever. And so she's gonna go do it. But then the doctor. Uh, gets loose and then steps on her fucking neck and kills her. Um, and it's just like, dude, you obviously have no humanity at all. Um, like, and that's what kills me is that at least when somebody passes the test, John takes them out and 
uh, get some help, you know, and, you know, so he he's true to his word that if you pass his test, he will he will help you. And so, you know, that's that's totally the case. Play with the Amanda. game by his rules. You yeah, win. exactly. You may and not so, like, win all like. No, you're going to be like, but damaged. You win by living. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, so it's just, yeah, the doctor is such a horrible, horrible person. And it just, it just stands. In and I don't know who that actress to... is who plays the doctor, but she's <laughs> great at playing a evil fucking person. So props <laughs> to her because I genuinely hated her. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Like if I saw her Whoa. face on the street, I don't know what I would do. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just so kidding. I'm probably butchering this name, but it's Sinovi Makoti Lund. Uh, she's Norwegian. Oh, she was uh, in the Netflix series Ragnarok. So, yeah. So she's uh yeah. She has a doesn't look like she's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah, no. So, but yeah, no, she's a. Uh, She's definitely uh, plays that role well, um, and uh, you, you definitely hate her uh, by the end of the movie, by the bit, middle of the movie, and everything else. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's just <laughs> the whole movie. Yeah, the whole movie you hate her, uh, but yeah, no, it, it's you know, I I don't have a lot to say about the movie other than you know I really enjoyed it. I think that it's it does really good at feeling like a part of the um the 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 overall franchise um and i like that we got time uh with the characters a little bit more with with john especially and with um uh amanda as well yeah but yeah um did you have anything else you wanted to mention before we uh wrap it up that we haven't already said we've hit everything All right. Well, why don't you let people know where they can find you online? Uh, you can find me at RCKMKY on Twitter. And there I have a pinned tweet that has most of my socials on it. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. You can find her uh, in, a, in a couple of different places. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's all we got for this episode. Uh, if you haven't already seen Saw X, I believe it's still in theaters. Hopefully we'll still be in theaters uh, by the time of this airing. If not, it'll probably be on VOD at that point. Um, and you should definitely check it out if you're a fan of the series. All right. Well, thank you again for uh, coming on. Uh, you'll be back on very soon. Actually, you'll be on next week for the start of my uh, Chucky series, uh, where we'll be talking about the, uh, the original Child's Play and the remake. Mm-hmm. That that should be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. All right. Wait. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks again to Katrina for joining me. On Friday, Donna returns to the show to talk about Black Panther. And then on Monday, like I said, Katrina is back again to help me kick off my Chucky series of episodes with the original Child's Play and the remake. Thanks for listening. Creepy and Geeky is a part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network please check out morbidlybeautiful.com slash podcasts for more great shows. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving the show five stars and a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, please share the podcast on social media to help spread the word. Make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or at creepyandgeeky.com. 
Music for the podcast is Gratitude, composed by Jerry Smith. You can follow the podcast on social media at Creepy and Geeky on both Twitter and Instagram. If you'd like to follow me, I'm GeekThulu on Twitter and Blue Sky, and Geek.Thulu on Instagram. You can support the podcast by ordering teas and more on TeePublic or by donating to the coffee page. All of the links are in the show notes. Finally, don't forget, stay creepy.